You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Football coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. And good morning. Welcome in to the hump day edition of Inside the Locker Room. Excuse me one second. To clear the old throat there this morning. 205-342-9904 is the phone number if you want to get in on the show with us this morning. Twitter at LockerRoom109 at Barry Sanderson at Wimp Sanderson. One email address for the show is Wimp and Barry at Yahoo.com. Download the Tide 100.9 app, as I said, to your smartphone. It, it has to last. It has to be tough. Withstand the elements year after year. And we've had a lot of rain and weather changing here and there. When it comes to building outdoors, it doesn't come any tougher than Yellowwood brand. Pressure treated pine from great southern wood. For the projects that stand up against Mother Nature, be sure to head down to your local dealers. Or go to yellowwood.com to find that. The lumber that protects against rot, fungal decay, and termite attack. Get the best for your next backyard project. Remember, if it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then you don't want it. Good morning, Dad. How are you this morning? Well, I'm okay. Uh, Jenny must have d- divorced me and got mad at me because I was kidding her about sending the scores because I didn't get any. But uh, mother did. Um, had a tough game. It was. We played eight last night. Um, they trapped us all game. We shot two free throws, but we made a. We had a and one with four seconds to go. Fifty two. Fifty two. Free throw to win it. We missed a free throw. Ended up going into overtime. And let's just say that it was lucky that I didn't get thrown. I did get a technical, uh, but uh, it, it was not not a pretty sight over. And yeah. I'm not taking anything away from Bip, I'm not taking anything away from Bibb County, but and I, I love their coach over there. But uh, we were fighting. Bears with switches last well, night. Well, you can The official's going to do that to you. I'll yeah. tell you what you need to do, son. Uh, I think you need to press three quarters the whole game. Really? And, and play play ten people. No. We're, we're only going to play five because okay. we got people that don't, don't No, they try, but they're, they're just, we, well, okay. we, we don't need to play I, ten. I, well, we, maybe, we maybe you can't ten. press then. Okay, but, we got seven? Maybe. Okay, all right. We won't talk about that. Okay, last night in the SEC, uh, I don't know why Arkansas was bragging about what they did, but uh, everybody's beating LSU. LSU comes in with no players. You have to understand that. They got beat 60-40 to 40 by Arkansas. They were, I think I thought, saw they were 3-for-25 in the first half. Um, had nobody, even the Williams kid, who's their best player, didn't even get in the double figures. Uh, LSU is, you know, had a huge upset in the first Arkansas game, their only conference win, maybe the only one they get. Uh, and then they come back and Arkansas cracks them in Arkansas. Missouri, uh, I think uh, Missouri was 16 for 30 from three. And um, just shot the lights out. Obist shot it fairly well. Uh, Missouri goes into uh, Ole Miss and wins 89 to 77. Ole Miss has won the, thinking, I think I'm correct, has won the one game on the road at South Carolina. I'll talk about that in just a minute. Uh, the, the kid at uh, Vanderbilt did not play. Robbins 
I believe it's his name, the big 69 kid again. And Kentucky goes in, got off to a little bit of a slow start. Or Kurt Turpin, a topping kid, played good for him, I thought. The kid from Iowa, who's who's pretty good players, is playing a lot better now they're starting him. And they pretty much, after the first few minutes, manhandled. I was trying to watch both games, of course. They manhandled Vanderbilt 69-53. So Kentucky is, I think, playing better, changing their lineup some is has made them a little bit better. Um, in the league that Barry and I talk about all the time being the best, when TCU beat Oklahoma 79-62, to that's uh, going to be at, at Oklahoma for Alabama. They got he'll be poor to be on there. Phoenix they had a bad night last night. Iowa State uh, beats Kansas State, and, and the big win. Uh, Kansas uh, Kansas State was uh, fifth in the nation. What do you want to call it? Iowa State was 12th, so uh, they beat them 87. I think that thing's about a tie right now. Um, the ADs at Georgia are looking to, into the circumstances of the crash uh, that uh, the the young uh, player lost his life and the lady that was driving lost her life. Oh, hopefully they can find a little something about that. Josh Heupel, Heupel, I'm saying it right. Uh, it's been raised to nine million at Tennessee and deserves it. Uh, so he'll be in the category of the nine million coaches, which just a shade below Coach Saban. So that's that's a little bit of news there. Um, we have the three games tonight, and uh, I'll talk about those in just a minute. I don't think Perry's feeling too hot today. We got Jack Crow on today, and Jack and I had a long talk about. You know, coaches and so forth last night. Uh, so we'll have him on today. JC be on think, tomorrow. Tonight, South Carolina's at Florida. Um, Florida is uh, up and down, playing better. South Carolina's not good. Georgia's at Tennessee. That won't be much of a game. Uh, and then the two games of, of involving all, Alabama and Auburn at the same time. They're at 8 o'clock. The uh, Auburn game against A&M, which would be a decent game, uh, ESPN 2 at 8 o'clock. And Mississippi State, who's struggling like crazy shooting the ball, maybe they'll come out of it tonight. Uh, Alabama's playing great. Uh, it's on the SEC network. Alabama, for those that, who are interested in that, it's number two in the nation. That thing fluctuates from so to so. Okay. I'm going to close this out by saying to you, Jack, I'll be on the bottom of the hour. Um, there have been. I don't want you to look. I want anybody to look. I want you, if you can call them the two, next three minutes, then Joel take your call. There has been a a uh, hundred and three SEC basketball games played thus far. We've had five teams play eight games. We've had we've had nine teams play uh, seven games. I want you to call me as quick as you can. Just guess. Call Barry real quick. And tell me how many times the road team has won. We've had 103 games. Okay, that's it for today. If you want to do that, then I'd love to hear what your what your thoughts are. Quick though, got to be quick. Don't be cheating on me. All right, that's it. I think you like the best teams win. Now I don't know about the if it's close, then the road team normally loses. But it's a big separation between a lot of these well, teams. I, where you go, where you go, you got no chance. I've been down that road. I've seen that road. Yeah, well, yeah, it was it was not pretty. Yeah. 
Well, I'll be turning turn him in. Well, I got one <laughs> one kid that he doesn't shoot a free throw. The one that's so good, he, you don't get to lie once. Uh, right. Then something ain't right. Um, He's cheating, Joe. Um, They're not calling in. Well, these guys, not even call, they don't know about that. Two of us. I mean, I it's pretty interesting. Well, how was the record? Well, I ain't gonna see if anybody calls in. Joe, what do you think it is? The record? How many? How many? Guess, total games? guess, Joe. Just guess, Joe. A hundred and three total total SEC games, and how many road teams have won? Yeah, I know Alabama's won a handful. But I, we're not saying about Alabama. No, I ain't I know, coach, Alabama. I'm thinking it out. I'm thinking it out, Coach. I'm gonna say twenty-three. Twenty-three. Pretty darn good. What do you <laughs> say? What do you say, Barry? Um. Uh, Hundred what? Hundred twenty. Hundred three total games. Road team has won how many? Twenty five. You guys are pretty good. Did you, did you cheat on me, Joe? Heck no, coach. I'm just guessing. Did you cheat on me, Joe? How would he cheat? No, I mean, how no, no, no. Could he looked that up that fast? I'm, hands are up. Hands are up. I'm about the road to team at hundred and three games has won twenty. What? What does that mean? Nothing. I just just making up, a, just talking about basketball before we get football on. It don't mean, well, I mean jack I crap. Know if you wanted to say that home court advantage is big in basketball, or are you saying well, I think it's huge in basketball. I ain't going to get into all that advantage. You come in there and you got a good team. Uh, LSU couldn't play Arkansas. I mean, Arkansas just doesn't play against LSU when, when they when the first game of the season. All right, we'll go to Yellowwood. Mike wants to guess. Mike, I don't know if you heard he. Mike, what do you think I it have, is? I would have said I would have said about thirty, maybe about a third, so thirty, something like well, that. Hey Mike, thanks for calling. You you thanks for calling. I will see if anybody else calls back in. Just, well he, you just told him it was twenty, so they heard yeah. it. But Mike was yeah. talking to Joe. I would have said about yeah, I would have said about thirty, just roughly guessing yeah. about a third. I didn't think it would be any more than that. Well we had we had one good night. We had, we had a couple of zero nights and one we had one good night where they made where they seven of them um Five of them were, were road game wins. Yeah, just interested well, me. That's all. I ain't, I ain't trying to make any big deal out of it. So yeah, it made me think. So anyway, like I said, I thought it would have been about a third. Certainly no more than a third. The league is so. exactly what I said it is. It's you, nine below. The nine below those five that are in, that are not very good, and because we got five new coaches, and we don't have the money. Old Misses and Mississippi States don't have the money to get these guys. It's like Vanderbilt in football. To recruit better than other people, and, we, and Auburn's and Alabama's and Tennessee's got more. Does in the SEC guys does the home court in basketball or the home field in football mean more to the home, home team? Oh, the home court. Home court, Mike. Would you say court or field? I think so. Just following the history of SEC basketball, I think the home court and. Yeah. You know, you think about Vanderbilt, you yeah. think about Kentucky, those are huge home courts. It'd take you a long time it'd take you a long time, Mike, but if you if you went and, and added up the free throws attempted by the home team versus the visiting teams in all these games, you'd be astonished. <laughs> yeah, I probably would be. Just from thinking about it, it it probably is huge in favor of the home team. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Mike. Hey, thanks, Mike. Right, nobody else, hey, nobody else liked day. the idea. Um, all right, uh, guys. As we talk about this coordinator stuff, Joe, I just, I just, I might stop listening um, to these shows. If we, wh- why are we continuing to criticize Bill Bri- Bill O'Brien? Uh, people are criticizing him. Bill O'Brien did a good job. One, sure he did. He's got and a lot two, of sense too. Do you think that? Um, he's got a lot of sense. I, I wish 
I wish to goodness a coach that 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 the fans and everybody really wanted that, that, that is who they really wanted. It, they would say, Coach Saban called me, and I'm not coming because that fan base is ridiculous. Well, I, I, yeah, yeah, you, you know, but you know the fan base is a little bit chicken manure too. They they got a they got a play that cost them Atlanta, and you never hear a word about it. But I want him to say the <laughs> negativity that he took them to the well, national championship game with no receivers. They scored forty nine points. I think that was at Tennessee, and people criticize them like they're winning and they're criticized. Just think if we started losing, like why am I going to take my family over that? I'm not going well, over it's there. A, it's a joke. I, I would give anything for a coach that you really wanted to come in there. But eh, they give million dollars. They're making this. Well, he's making a million dollars wherever he is now. And then we go so crazy because you coach somebody as a really good player, and to say he developed well, them. Oh people live gosh. off people live, have live radio off of that. that Joe Brady did not de- develop. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow was a heck of a player before he got there. Uh, he just didn't get the opportunity. I mean, he may have helped him a little bit, but to give Joe Brady credit for developing Joe Burrow, seriously? I don't know. It'd be like me saying, boy, Derek Fisher would have never made it to the NBA if I hadn't been his coach. Uh, Derek Fisher worked. All right? Uh, so we're trying to give these coaches t- – Coaches, too much credit, Joe, too much credit, I am saying that. And then also too much blame uh, when it doesn't go right. It's best, thing to do, best thing to do, son, is not read it. Well, we're on the radio, though, and that's all people want to talk about. Uh, but I, I, do you think it's a factor that a fan base, Joe, is so negative towards somebody that was somebody say, man, I'm not going, I'm not going. I think, I think, and I don't want, I don't want to make anybody, well, I don't care. I don't, I'm trying to be careful what I say because I'm always getting whatever. But I think, I think they're concerned with coach as to, um, there, there's been a lot said behind the scenes about running, about running the terminology, which is understood, but wanting to go a little bit further then maybe he wanted to go and he didn't want that. So I think it's, I think there's some there's some degree of coaches saying uh, you're right about the criticism that the fans would give them and, and just stay on their fans all the time because everybody, everybody's you know they're mad at the Florida coach now they're all happy at Tennessee, but uh, it, you know that's just that's the way life is. But it's it's just uh, in my opinion, um, this is not in my opinion. In basketball, the teams that are not putting a lot of money into their collectives and getting basketball players are going to stay at the bottom. Um, Auburn is not going to stay. Auburn will spend their money on basketball. Alabama will. Tennessee will. Kentucky will. Arkansas will. And But there will be a lot of teams that will not. And we're going to have a big separation, uh, in my opinion, like we have like we have at Vanderbilt with the rest of the teams in, in the SEC. Yeah, well, but you're dead. You're dead. You're dead right. You're dead right. And, I, I don't. Would somebody not come here, Joe, because of the fan base? Well, let me ask you. I mean, you spent a lot of time as a college assistant coach. Did you hear a lot of the uh, a lot of the naysayers or any of the the you know whatever the talk was? You're doing great. You're doing yeah. bad. Are were you paying attention to that? Because I feel like these coaches are insulated from that. They're living in a separate world. Well, I was. I was. Wrong. I Maybe. was. Uh, I was assistant coach, and the head coach didn't didn't. 
I don't know if he read it or didn't read it, but I kind of knew as an assistant coach where we stood with the first coach and then the second coach. I didn't know that they were going. He's going to resign. So, um, it, it, you know, and when I took it, uh, you know, I, I pretty much got blasted for a lot because I hadn't been the cottage coach there and all that kind of stuff. They blasted me. Yeah, it's um, Joe. To answer your question, yes. You do, you know, you know what's going on. Uh, but now with the social media world, so much, so it's bigger now. So many platforms to put it on, uh, and these guys got to use Twitter to help in recruiting. So I, I think they're more aware probably now than even maybe back in the past. Now some people might say, "Hey, I don't care. That's part of the business, and I, I can take it. I got thick skin." Well, there are a lot of coaches didn't bother. It, you know, uh, Joe's right to some extent. John Wooden didn't, it, it, and it didn't bother Coach but you're Bryant. Not, who's getting on John Wooden when he I wins know, 11 I, well, national I know, championships? But just, I, I shouldn't have said John Wooden, I guess. But uh, Coach John Bryant, Calipari, I don't think. Uh, it I don't doesn't think, bother him. You're right. It bothers him, but I also think he just rolls on and, and then he's going to get well, it turned. And, to, here's the big thing, son. When you have an athletic director that hired you, you feel better about the thing. When you end up with an athletic director that did not hire you, you're more likely to be in trouble than ever before. You can't get what you want. But if he <laughs> hires you, he wants you to do good. The LSU athletic director hired the guy from Murray. He he likes him. He's going to do everything he can to help him. He that That's what changes. People don't realize that, and I should never have said it. But if the athletic director didn't hire you, you, you got more trouble. Yeah, when you uh... – when you feel like your athletic department is not supporting you, right. when they're listening to other people, this happens a lot, it's time to step on to the next place. All right, Royal Cleaners, pick up and delivery. They'll make life easy for you. 205-391-0034. Come right to you. Pick up all the cleaning from the suits, the dresses, the dress shirts, the golf shirts. If you want to drop off, University Boulevard, Bridge Avenue, in North Porter, 4851 Rice Mine Road. Give them a call today, 205 391 Zero zero three four Royal Cleaners for all your cleaning needs. This is Tide one hundred point nine. home of Alabama Sports. Tide one hundred point nine traffic from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. No active wrecks and traffic looking good on this Wednesday morning. Now, if you do see conditions, just give me a call. Townsend Nissan is growing. They're expanding their force too. They are hiring in a lot of areas, including service and sales. Go see Kylan or BJ at Townsend Nissan today. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good morning. My name's Mary Kay, and I'm live from the Town Square Media Newsroom. And you can expect gusty conditions this morning as wind gusts are expected to reach up to 35 miles per hour. Be sure you use extra caution while driving this morning. And you can tap the free Tuscaloosa Thread app to get the details on how a federal jury in Birmingham convicted a Tuscaloosa woman for the straw purchase of a firearm in an incident that occurred in April 2022. And to get more local news, be sure to tap the free Tuscaloosa Thread app. At the Home Depot, you can find appliances for your kitchen and laundry, all with the latest technologies. Find savings when you shop online and on the Home Depot app. The Home Depot. Coaches took the radio and TV airwaves. To tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, 
fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Any lingering showers ending early this morning. The sky will stay mostly cloudy today. Breezy at times, the high 54. Tonight, mostly cloudy and colder, the low at 33. And tomorrow, a mixture of clouds and sunshine with a high at 49. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 50 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Two-time state champion and two-time NIT champion, Barry Sanderson breaks down the latest in sports on Inside the Locker Room on Tide 100.9. Pour me, pour me another drink, cause I don't want to feel a thing no more, hell no, I just want to sip till the pain wears off. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Hey, Joe, with Joe Brady... Was at LSU, whatever he was, he did good. He went to the um, Panthers, the Charlotte Panthers, and got yep. fired after one year. So did you just forget everything, or was well, he they the, got they got Dan Mullen on the list. Dan, Dan's Dan, already said he's not. Yeah, he's well, staying in TV. My point is, he's he's going to stay in TV. He's trying to be. Uh, that was one point I was trying to make. He's he's interested in in television. He's called he called three Mac games last week. And uh, not that Mac's a bad group, but he's going from the you know from the trying to, to you know to keep doing better. He wants to get in television. He wants to get our coaching. And Le- right. Libby guy, Libby guy, Libby. Is, is, yeah, Matt Rule uh, was fired before the even in in the not Matt Rule. Well, Joe Matt Rule fired Joe Brady. So I mean, uh, Joe, help me. Morning, Joe. What is the great equalizer in basketball? Shots. Shot makers. Shot selection and defense, Hoss. I disagree. Rebounding. Well, that's fine. Well, you can disagree. The only way, (laughs) of course, defense comes from rebounding. The only way the SEC has a chance this weekend, a chance, is rebounding. We're a strong rebounding league. Y'all be able to shoot the ball. Yeah, you can't you have to. You ain't no You can't. You can't win any games. You can't win any games just rebounding. You've got to rebound your miss. You got. Listen to me. You got to rebound your missed shots, but you got to have right. shooters. You you you, you got to score on putbacks and long rebounds. Okay, I, I ain't I ain't gonna discuss it with you. But anyway, we have, it's a great point about the road, but the rebounding. Uh, the lines will start coming out tomorrow. How many well, games? I can give you, I can give the winners and losers. Already, well, go ahead and do it. I, don't, I hadn't, I hadn't gotten that far, but but, but you agree, A and M and Mississippi State can't throw it in the ocean. Neither one of them, but they're good rebounders. Yeah, I don't know anything about A and M. I thought A and M was better than what you're saying. I don't know anything about. I haven't studied them, but oh, uh, Mississippi State can't throw it in the ocean. No, yeah, but A and M. I thought A and M played actually going into Lexington. Uh, played darn good, and I think it's a better A and M team than it was last year when they got themselves disappointed by the non conference schedule, not getting the NCAA. All right, coach, let's go Auburn and West Virginia. Auburn, Auburn and West Virginia is one that's is difficult to pick. They're playing at West Virginia. Um, I'd probably pick West Virginia. Next one up is Alabama and Oklahoma. Oh, Alabama. 
Next one up is Iowa State, Missouri. That's a tough one to pick. Iowa State's awfully good. Where are you playing at Missouri? Missouri, yes, sir. Uh, let's skip that and come back to it. Texas Tech at LSU. Uh, Texas Tech. TCU is at Mississippi State. TCU. Arkansas is at Baylor. Baylor. Tennessee, uh, Texas is at Tennessee. Um, I guess Tennessee. Florida is at Kansas State. Kansas State. South. Oh, that's not in count. Kansas. Kansas is at Kentucky. Kansas at Kentucky is isn't that those two are the most difficult. Um, I'll take. Uh, I'll take Kentucky. Last one is Ole Miss at Oklahoma State. Uh, Oklahoma State. Uh, what about uh, the one I missed? Missouri and uh, somebody. You Who skipped. Uh, I believe you skipped Iowa State at Missouri. Yeah, uh, Iowa State at Missouri. Our state's really good. Missouri's good too. I take Missouri all keyed up. Keep that record for me, Nick. See what I said. Joe. So, what else you, you got, Joe? I got it, Joe. Go ahead. Continue. I'm sorry. Wimp, did in your lifetime did you ever think you would see Indiana, Kentucky, North Carolina, and Duke all four the same year, not in the top twenty five? Mm, Never thought about it, but they always have been good. They were always good when I was assistant coach and head coach. We we played Carolina. Our lifetime, our lifetime. We'd be thinking crap about out of them at our place one time, and that's the best thing we ever did. <laughs> and this year, twenty twenty three, all four of them have not been in the top twenty five at one time. Name them again. Duke, who North North Carolina. All right, what are, what are the, those two guys replaced legends, right? right. I was going to say, yeah, that. but North Carolina made the, made the finals uh-huh. last year, man. I know. Mike Davis took Indiana to the final game too in one year. Well, who were the and other he two? He helped recruit a lot of those kids. Who were the other two? Who were the other two? Uh, Indiana in Kentucky. Yeah, like Kentucky. Four of the biggest blue bloods in college basketball. Kentucky just the old saying is life's Kentucky about changes. Bad. Life's about changes, and it changes every day. That's four of the biggest blue bloods in college basketball. All four are not in. Better get you some shooters. Yep. Now, Kentucky, the only thing we could say to them is you has been rebound. They're like yeah. second or third in the nation in rebounding. Oh, they were anyway. Because she was. Because she was. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah, though. He, uh, Turpin, where his name is, helped him last night. And Wimp, tipping, tipping. Wimp, you had some great rebound attempts. Yeah, we did. Missed a lot of shots. <laughs> Michael Ansley. <laughs> Michael Ansley. He's probably the most underrated. He's probably the most underrated player I had that all about. He was, and you know, if he wanted to rebound, he went and got it, didn't he? Win? He did. He's a good boy. He just, he just, it was want to. That's all it is. Basketball and rebounding. He was great. He was great. The coach, he'd get mad all the time, go long practice long, but he, he was great. Thank you, Joe. Thanks, Joe. All right. uh, First Domain Condos located in the historic district of downtown Norport, which is absolutely beautiful area. Uh, So that alone right there is enough reason to go check them out. Three bedroom, three and a half bath, stainless steel appliances. Internet and direct TV are included with this condominium. They have 10-foot ceilings, which are really nice. Large patios with upper-level river views. Easy access right there to the river walk. Located, like I said, in the historic district of downtown Millport. Gated 
uh, property with security cameras. You're literally two minutes from downtown Tuscaloosa with all the other shops and restaurants. They're five minutes to the University of Alabama. Tell them you heard it on Inside the Locker Room. One month free rent. 205-657-7465. You listen to Tide 100.9. SC home of Alabama sports. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. I'm Kim Rankin with your Tide Sports Update. Bill O'Brien is headed to New England where he will become the next offensive coordinator for the Patriots. Alabama baseball has announced its 2023 fan day, which will take place on February 4th. The University of Alabama and Learfield have agreed to a 15-year partnership to create an NIL hub called the Advantage Center. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks and traffic looking good on this Wednesday morning. Now, if you do see conditions, just give me a call. Townsend Nissan is growing. They're expanding their force, too. They are hiring in a lot of areas, including service and sales. Go see Kylan or BJ at Townsend Nissan today. I'm Captain Ray. Streaming only on Peacock. From the mind of Ryan Johnson, the writer-director of Knives Out. Miss Kale, you've got this gift. Always knowing the truth. I only know if something is a war. Tonight, mostly cloudy and colder, the low at 33. And tomorrow, a mixture of clouds and sunshine with a high at 49. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 50 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Follow the Crimson Tide on their journey to another national championship. Touchdown, Alabama! On your home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside Locker. Pressure treated pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, you don't want to go to the yellowwood.com to find the dealer that is closest to you. All right, Dad, I'll get right to the yellowwood hotline. I'll let you bring in uh, our great guest, Coach Jack Crow. Well, Jack and I talked last night and asked him to be on today. He was consented. He's always great. Uh, morning, Jack. How are you? I'm good. Um, Jack bragged on how, how resilient I was at my age, so I like him oh, even more. Oh, but anyway, whatever it is, uh, is you got in your blood, I want in my blood. I can tell you that. <laughs> but uh, Jack, we uh, we're we're accused of Barry and I, and I think to some degree of being a little bit on the coach's side in the firings and 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 the complaints that uh, people have who know nothing about the sport. Uh, a lot of con- a lot of controversy over the head, uh, the athletic uh, the, the hit offensive guy. I try to tell all of them that when they have an offensive meeting, there's a pile of people in there, and you know they call the plays them up in the you know sometimes the, the plays are called by somebody else to the to the uh, guy in the press box. So anyway, Alabama lost the offensive coordinator. Talk a little bit about that. You were one, and yeah. and what happens in it. Situation. Yeah, I was one that got fired. Uh, yeah. um, so I've, I've lived that life. You know, there, there's so much about the Alabama program that that you'd have to say is uh, 
is is so much like pro sports. Um, you know, the kids go to school at Alabama because it's a virtual pipeline uh, to the NFL. The kind of players that go there, they have the ability, and and Nick has the vision for for how to get them there. That also is true with the way uh, that obviously coaches are managed. Let me tell you one thing. I, I had a, I had two different opportunities to go into the NFL. I had all kinds of friends that coached in the NFL. Uh, I literally could not identify with their lifestyle. Um, it was almost mercenary, which is probably not a good way to say it. But they'd pack up their bags and be living in L.A. and and know in two years they're going to pack up their bags and and go live in New York. Good point. Um, And and when Nick goes to the NFL and gets somebody like that, it's almost on the clock when it happens. Yeah. Because everything is on that clock. Right. Now, that didn't settle well with me because I tried to make every place I moved to my home and get my – family involved, and, and um, I, I don't think that's what this offensive coordinator did. I, he probably knew he was on the clock when he came there. Um, but over time, the, uh, you know, that – Bill O'Brien's that, good. <laughs> uh, over, over time, it may be realistic, and I think he makes a lot of money living that that, that path. <laughs> um, and you, let, you probably accept things a little little more criticism of what goes along with it, but um, um, it'd be interesting to see whether he goes, if he brings somebody in that's got that pro background well, or not. Barry, uh, Barry, Barry mentioned, you know, the concern of, of the way the offensive coordinators complained about the offense. They just can't stand either one of them, defense or offense. Yeah. I, think, I thought they did well. Uh, I, I felt like uh, a little bit, and then you can answer. I don't, I don't want to talk for you. Is that they were a little bit scared of coach uh, because yeah, he wanted to do a certain. They they could not go beyond what they wanted to do. They did what they what he they t- used his ter- terminology, but when Bill said somebody behind the scene, he couldn't go beyond what he wanted you to do, or you'd be in trouble. Absolutely, I, I know. When I went to Arkansas, um, they were had been in the wishbone and, and wanted to move on. And the first thing I had to deal with was that issue of terminology. Was me coming in there mean that everybody had to learn something new? Uh, because you know, I had I had a way of saying it. And, and I, I mitigated that by, by blending the two of them because there were certain things I wanted to do that that terminology and that, that structure, they just, it wouldn't let it happen. And 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 Nick Nick plans for change, and and you you cannot change an offensive coordinator, and he brings in the book. That that doesn't happen in Nick's plan. He's got the book. I had a former offensive coordinator at Alabama who was with Nick, who won a national championship with Nick, tell me that that if he died of a heart attack on second and eight. They wouldn't have to call a timeout because Nick could call the play. Yeah. How does that that tell you a lot? Yeah. But he's in the. He, I don't think he's in the offensive meetings as much as in the defensive meetings. No, that's true. But he, 
but it's, it's how it's all communicated and organized. Uh, and I, I think really Nick's very smart to do that. But I think there are certain handcuffs that go along with that. And, um, and as long as you've got somebody that has that pro background, that's just the way they're used to doing it. I mean, that, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think there was a whole lot of angst in Bill. Yeah. But you're probably, you, you probably made that more clear than I, than I realized because Bill's, those guys that go into the pros have been in pros are jump around guys. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and other people are, would like to go in and stay for six or eight years. Yeah, yeah, made the move. The only way you really get to be uh, or sustainable and make the more and, and meet your best value at any given time is you got to be made to move. Yeah. Well, you have to. Yeah, you got to get guys with ability. You know, coaches get get criticized too much and they get too much credit sometimes. Right. You know, totally. You've got to have players. You can you can improve certain parts of players, but you've yeah. got to have good players to start with. Go ahead. I mean, I mean, I had Bo Jackson. You know, you think that uh, I write uh, twenty eight was because I designed it and practiced it, or the guy that was running? <laughs> yeah. No, there's people around here like they they. Because you had Bo Jackson, they they give you credit for developing him. Uh, so you developed him. Yeah, uh, hey, I, I, I tell you what, now I handcuffed that whole situation. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I, it, none of us knew how. None of us knew what we had uh, until it, it got to to be a. You're coaching a myth in the midst of the guy's, you know, sophomore year. I mean, I mean, you're not coaching a player. You're coaching a myth, and I I think. Uh, I think that happened a little bit with the quarterback situation in Alabama. You, you didn't ask me to go there, but you know, that's fine. Go that, go where you want to. I mean, when a guy get when the, the myth of the guy is bigger than the than what the coach is trying to do in coaching a player, it can get. Um, and that's when also head coaches tend to really get involved when it's about the the highest profile player. The head coach is going to manage that situation. Yeah. Uh, one thing Pat wanted to know was, now, how many times are we going to get it to Bo? You know, after the game. Hell, couldn't we do something like this with Bo? You know, he, he was going to manage well, the person that gave the identity. <laughs> he, was a coach, he's a, he was a coach that couldn't coach one side of the football. Yeah. 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 I don't think he knew was that's just the way he was. I was around him eight years. I watched him. Yeah. yeah. Coach, when you, when you come in as a new coordinator uh, here at Alabama, not a new coordinator, but don't you have to be careful by, by trying to put all your own stuff like, well, this is what we did and this worked and we, we did this and we did it this way. And, and coach is going to be looking at you saying, we've been pretty successful around here. Like, you know, we'll take maybe some of your ideas, but – not too many. I don't think you, I don't think you can go overboard with what you think is going to work. Maybe opposed to what they've been doing. That he pretty much already knows what he wants to do, and you better figure out how to do that. Is that correct or that's, not? That's it. That's what the interview process is about. Yeah, the lang- language barrier, language language deal too, Barry. Yeah, I tell you what. Now you you bring in a big learning curve for every assistant, and every player, just because of you. Uh, that's not worth it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't take that. I wouldn't hire that guy. I mean, no, I hired I, yeah. four or five offensive coordinators too. I didn't. I didn't want him to re envision what the heck. 
you know. And it's a, it's also a deal. It's also a deal, Jack, that the guys that are left there on offense, the wideout coach and the running backs yeah. coach and this coach, you know, they're they're sitting there and they're going home to their wives and saying, "I hear he's going to hire so and so." So so and so comes in, these guys and so and so kind of got the kind of got on the same get on the same page. Yeah, and you add to that. That I mean, you you're going into the portal, or you're playing a true freshman. I mean, just the the evolution of talent is almost the learning curve. It can be, you know, it used to say that we had to have an offensive line for three years. This this is the old thinking that we had to have a, a an offensive lineman three years before he fully knew how to every intricacy of what we we're doing on offense. Boy, that's archaic. Um, and and the same thing goes goes with coaches though. They better be able to be comfortable really quick. And uh, that learning curve just because you change offensive coordinators. Uh, you can't go through that. Nick ain't gonna let that happen. He's uh, got to play on offense, and that guy's gonna have to learn to learn to run that playbook and add something, add something that uniquely that he can bring that, yeah. that Nick's looking for. Coach, does uh, we're talking Coach Jack Crow? Does the negativity around Alabama how they treat? The coordinators. I mean, they're they're treated. They're, they were in the national championship game last year. They won the SEC. These guys get criticized all the time. Now, when Nick Saban goes to hire Lane Kiffin, he has no job, so he he doesn't care about the criticism. He's just trying to get another job. Steve Sarkeesian's the same way. Could the negativity, if you go after a guy who already has a good job, would they look at it and say? Man, I'm not going over there. Those guys went all the way to the national championship, and they're killing us because I'm not taking my family into that situation with an unrealistic fan base. Does that ever happen where you can't get a guy because of how people treat them? It would happen that you wouldn't be able to get a certain kind of guy because here's the tracks. I mean, which which track is, is Nick hiring on? If he's hiring on a guy coming in there and going to be a head coach, uh, that guy's going to be highly sensitive to what the environment is, okay? Because he's got to leave there, get to the place he wants to go. But you take a pro guy, they don't, they don't care about that. Just show me the check. Yeah, yeah. You know, just show me the check. And uh, But if he was hiring a guy that, uh, you know, one of my interview questions used to be, where do you want to be three years from now? Where do you want to be five years from now? Where you want to be seven years from now? I ask every coach I hired those three questions. Now, number one, you, if you if you're looking at body language, number one, he better be honest with you. Here's one. Here's one for you. I asked Houston Nutt when I interviewed him, "Where do you want to be in seven years?" He got this look on his face. I said, "Houston, where do you want to be in seven years?" He said, "I want to be the head coach at Arkansas." <laughs> <laughs> I'm the head coach at Arkansas no, when I'm interviewing. Yeah, I'd stay <laughs> But he was honest, and guess what? Seven years later, he was the head coach at Arkansas. Well, how, did you <laughs> take, I, how did you take that answer? 
I wanted somebody with that kind of god dang ambition. Yeah. I mean, that, that got him the day job. I mean, he, <laughs> yeah. he was about a GA at Oklahoma State. Now, when I hired him, he wasn't no damn known commodity. Um, but I, I heard great things from Jimmy Johnson about him. Uh, uh, Frank told me not to hire him. He said, he, he's not he's not mature enough to come here and do this. I said, okay, Frank, but I'm hiring him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I hired him on that, but... You know, uh, you know, uh, when, 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 where, what did Bill want when he came there? Who knows? And maybe it's different now than it was when he came there. Look, if you just look and see, I mean, guys making a bunch of money. He's got a family. You know, if he's just decided, listen, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna do what I do. You know, uh, you know, he's already been a head coach at a couple of levels. I mean, it's not like he don't he don't know what the real world's about. Yeah. Every one of these coaches he interviews has got a plan for where they want to be next because there ain't nobody coming there to retire at Alabama. Good point. <laughs> and if I don't know where you're trying to go and I can't help you get there, and he and he and, he and Bill knew where Bill wanted to be. That's what the contract was two years. Yeah, I think it, it went right to schedule, if you ask me. It did. It did. Now the, the 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 young the young coach that was at Texas Tech that's in the pros at, at Arizona I think he got fired Kingsbury yeah would yeah. would 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 Nick go back to film and look and see what he did we call him I don't even know if he's in the mix I know Mullen said he wasn't interested um, uh, why how would he handle a guy like that if he well, he could handle him I know he, he could handle, handle. Well, I mean would he would he Look and see what this guy has done offensively before he interviews him. Not just that, necessarily him, anybody. I'm sure. I don't know if it's too much information because this is this is Nick's business. But yeah, when I left Jacksonville State, he called me. He hired two people that were on my staff at Jacksonville State. Okay, good. Point. <laughs> and and uh, they ain't no need bringing no names into this. No, it's okay. But the first, the first, the first one he hired, it was over that beating no Miss, and he called me. He said, um, who coached that quarterback? Who called those plays? Who put that game plan in? And I told him, mm-hmm. and he hired him. Okay, he saw something there, you know that. And that's what he's doing with Kingsbury. If he sees something there, and only he has the eyes to see what he wants to see. Did he hire the he, second guy on your staff? He hired another guy on my staff. Yeah. Did he ask you a bunch of questions? He didn't because uh, he left. He he asked me one question, but he had he had left my staff and gone to Mississippi State and worked with Sly. Okay. Uh, Sly had a lot of really good coaches at Mississippi State. Right. A lot of really good coaches. And one of them was a guy, he actually played for me. Heck, I coached his daddy. I just about told you who it is. He played for me, got hurt, and I made a coach out of him. But, but you know, this was this was not about the game. He hired this guy. In a, well, both these guys were not hired. They were hired in a, a capacity in what I call the – the handler's role. People tend to want to use the word analyst. Yeah, I don't call them analysts. 
I call them handlers. Yeah. And what do they do? They handle whatever Nick tells them. They're big. They handle whatever Nick tells them to handle. And he has a bunch of them handling a bunch of stuff. More than anybody in football. That's that's his secret. How many handlers he's got, how good they are at what they handle. That's a good point. And how it all comes together. Good point. Uh, Coach, is, uh, is Jeremy Pruitt hireable? Uh, you know, you got all the NCAA stuff up at Tennessee. Tennessee uh, wanted to end the marriage, so they didn't try to protect him. They tried to find everything they could on him. We're waiting on the ruling there. Uh, sometimes those penalties follow you there. I know at Georgia, uh, he was pretty critical of Georgia, uh, how far behind. I think he's maybe – critical of Mark Rick a little bit. Now, he won't do that to Coach Saban, but uh, is this a guy that, that Coach can hire if he can get it get it put through? Well, I couldn't answer. I mean, I mean, you're talking about it. Is there any uh, regulatory restraints from hiring him? I don't think there will be. Really? No. I mean, you you got to be a little careful now denying somebody a right to work. Okay. I mean that's, and they they, you know they they better have some. Um, they try to put a show cause out there where he couldn't hire him. They, I mean, if they if they do that now, they they pretty much locked that. I mean, uh, tied the hands of the president and the athletic director. It's going to be about Nick. Um, but uh, I don't know if that's there. I hadn't kept up with it. I mean, I've known Jeremy. I, I coach Jeremy's brother. Um, I, I offered Jeremy job twice. I couldn't afford him, and he was a high school coach when I tried to hire him. Um, I think I think if Jeremy wants to coach, unless there's something in this I hadn't heard about, I mean, it, it's just a matter. I think for for Nick, he's looking at those other coaches. He's looking at the temperament of their players and who fits that. And it, it may be Jeremy, I, you know, it, it may be somebody, we don't know their name. Um, but, you know, that's that's the biggest decision the head coach makes is is the people you pick. Is he going and, to pay the offensive and defensive new coordinators the same salary? You know what, I, I think if you want them to like each other, you will. <laughs> <laughs> Their wives are going to get along, don't they? <laughs> but I don't think you've got to do anything. I, I always had, I always had a lot more money invested in the defensive coordinator. To be honest with you, you know if they don't score, you don't you don't have to score as much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, coach, tell everybody before we let you go. Uh, and Kevin does it for Skarbinski does it for us every Tuesday. But the importance of this uh, coach safely program. Well, the, you know, uh, we saw with with uh, Demar Hamlin, you know, that that was an athletic trainer that got to that. That wasn't a doctor. That wasn't some high, you know, NFL specialist. That was an athletic trainer that went out there and made that decision and saved that that guy's life. That was an athletic trainer. That same athletic trainer is throughout the state of Alabama. Some of the, some of the best are in the state of Alabama. But when there's not an athletic trainer, who's going to do what that athletic trainer did with that with that situation? Only somebody that's trained. And you know, in youth sports, 
you see these fields with these kids playing whatever the sport is, there's only one adult out there, and that's the coach. There may be some parents on the sideline, and hopefully one of them's a doctor if you need them, okay? Probably not, though. Um, so that, that coach better be prepared. And, um, and that's, <laughs> that's what this course does. I mean, it, it teaches you how to handle those emergencies and also when they happen, but also the things that you can do to actually prevent things from happening. And so I, uh, yesterday I was in the, the governor's office, uh, the governor of Georgia. I was in his office yesterday because they've just passed the, the same resolution in Georgia that we, that we got passed in Alabama. And, um, and we, this hadn't been put out there before. Y'all can pass this around. You can ask Kevin about it. But we're headed to the Southeastern Conference, 12 Southeastern Conference states. Uh, just like the University of Alabama has led the way uh, athletically, we're, we're going to take the state of Alabama, try to lead the way for the, our Southeastern Conference state partners to understand that they can do the same thing. Coach, great stuff. Uh, yeah, we appreciate Thanks. you very much. Thank you. Appreciate Thank you. Thank you. Note. All right, there's Coach Jack Crow. Really uh, does a good job of Giving you the insights, so we get inside poop for him. When he says interviews, hey, what's your three? Or you want me three years? Five? Can you imagine that, Joe? I bring you in. I'm the head coach at Alabama. You're my assistant. I'm interviewing you for the job. Where do you want to be in seven years? I want to be the head coach at Alabama. Wait a minute, that's my job. Uh, pretty cool. Hey, Alabama One, www.alabama1.org. Looking for the vehicle loan, the mortgage, the credit card. They'll take great care of you. They do it for me in all areas. Great people out at Alabama One. Go sit down with them or start the process right at the website, www.alabama1.org. And pressure-treated pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, you don't want it. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama Sports. Amarillo by morning. Amarillo, I'll be there. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks and traffic looking good on this Wednesday morning. Now, if you do see conditions, just give me a call. Townsend Nissan is growing. They're expanding their force, too. They are hiring in a lot of areas, including service and sales. Go see Kylan or BJ at Townsend Nissan today. I'm Captain Ray. Every pro is an MVP to us. As a Lowe's MVP's rewards member, you can earn bonus points when you shop. 70, we'll ask him about some of the offensive candidates for the offensive coordinator job here in Tuscaloosa. We'll talk to Tim Lesser from Leopold, all starting at 2 o'clock on the Wednesday edition of the game on Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. The longest-running sports program in Tuscaloosa. The Game with Ryan Fowler. Weekdays from 2 to 6 p.m. on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Haven't heard from us lately? It's probably time to update your Tide 100.9 app. You may need to go into your phone's app store and run an update or even reinstall the app. Hey, Pete. Streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
Inside the Locker Room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to the second hour of Inside the Locker Room. The phone lines are open, 205-342-9904. We'll get to Bill Cameron here in about 15 minutes with the Auburn uh, Report. Andrew Kniffer, he is my insurance agent. Uh, let him become yours out at 4705 McFarland Boulevard, Suite 3 over in Norport. Don't just pay the bill. Get the best. And he is uh, knows his community inside and out. With the backing of Allstate, uh, the local dealers there, whenever I need anything, I pick up the phone, I call them, I got it on my email within five minutes, 205-722-9201, Andrew Conifer, Allstate Insurance. Uh, all right, Joe, I heard maybe the earlier show, and I don't know where they get their information from, but uh, I'm not saying it's not true, because hopefully it is, that there's going to be some kind of ruling on Tennessee today, is that did you hear that, or did I dream that? I didn't hear that. I might. Uh, I'll, I'll do some googling and find out. I thought maybe there was going to be some kind of ruling on Tennessee, and that Coach Saban was waiting on that uh, before he decided whether this guy was going to be who he hired or not. Something's holding up. Uh, Dad, have you heard about when the ruling on Tennessee is going to come down? Well, I, I think what's holding it up. What's holding it up is uh, the so, the show cause deal. Is it going to be a show cause deal? Uh, he's going, uh, I would assume, through the commissioner uh, to ask, uh, get the NCAA, who really is not over college football, but for some reason makes rules, um, if there's going to be a show cause. If it's a show cause, it's, it's what Jack said. You're the president of the university and your athletic director get highly involved in that, and it's you know, not probably not going to be hireable so, until that is over with. Well, coach, would you uh, would you feel comfortable uh, hiring a coach that has such a checkered uh, past with the incident boy? If if I had a, a sit down talk with him and I trusted what he told me, I would. If I tr- didn't trust him and I knew he's going, I, I I always have felt like I had more sense uh, than people. You know, I I, I I sometimes I walk in a room not saying anything, but I knew everybody's in the room, uh, and I think I think I. If I had a feel when that guy left me that he was telling me the truth and I had checked it, uh, that you know that he can straighten himself out and so forth and so on, then yeah, I'd hire him. But if I felt like he was mumbling with me, I wouldn't. Yeah, and, and so uh, you, you talk about Jeremy Pruitt. I, I just think that with Alabama, a coach is going to make the best hire possible. Don't you think that it may be, make more sense to hire Glenn Schumann, the younger coach, to mold him into the into that new kind of next defensive coordinator you can have for three, four, five years? Yeah, I, uh, the only thing I've Schumann is, uh, and I guess you're supposed to be when you're a tough defensive guy, is a little bit difficult to maneuver or get along. I don't know. You know, Coach – Coach goes over the defense, Joe, just with the, with the incoming guy, just like he does the offense. In fact, when he interviews him, he talks about what he wants to do defensively, and the num- and the number of assistant coaches he will have out there. Now he may say to him, "Now I'm, 
I'm going to lose a guy that used to coach at Georgia and Florida, but but so and so's coming in, you know, and let him know what's going on. I think uh, I'm a little bit different than Barry. I, I think working for coaches is a little bit scary for him. I know well, well, if you're a Schumann, uh, he's the. Well, co- I don't think Schumann would be. You're right. Schumann, well, he's no. he's young. He no, he, he's. 33, Joe, is that right? So 33 is pretty young. Um, does he feel like his chances of being a head coach may be better to stand over there at Georgia instead of jumping? You know, if you look at I don't know if he has kids, if he's even married, but he ultimately wants to be a head coach, Joe. So if I were him, I would look at, all right, I'm not going to be Alabama's head coach. So if I moved to Alabama – then I get the head. Now I got to move again. Can I not just get the head job right here from Georgia? Uh, we're we're rolling. Uh, everything's going great. They're giving me everything I need. I'm comfortable with Kirby. I don't have to move. My kids are here. That is that something that he looks at? Because you can get a head job. Either, right you, you can get a head job for me. The one or you're just skipping a move is yeah. what. Uh, what uh, uh, Jack made some good points there about you know where what's your future hold. But those are points that you're talking about are darn good, you know, good points. You know, you get one of the problems that you have is that kid you got is in the ninth grade with a bunch of friends. And he or she has a hissy fit. Uh, they don't want to leave those friends. It makes you feel bad. And, you know, not only, you know, the family's, uh, I don't know, it's just, it's, it's a family deal. It's a tough deal. It's not easy. And it's, you're going in to work in a situation where, you know, nobody cares for you. Uh, you got to win the national championship. The expectation factor, as I used to use it all the time, as you know, expectation factor is there, will be there as long as coach is there, and by the way, will be there when coach leaves. Um, so it, when the expectation factor is that high, then you can't please anybody. And it's it's sometimes gets no fun yeah it just depends on like if you're the guy that was at tcu that went to clemson you're probably not getting a head job from tcu you might can get it from clemson joe does that make sense i mean yeah, absolutely this guy's uh, at a I place mean, he, where he can get a head job from so he doesn't really have to come to alabama to, to reach his goals and he skips a no, move he can go back to the state of texas and get a good job after he's at clemson now he's been at two different places. Yeah, but I'm talking about now Schumann. I mean, I'm not saying he wouldn't come, but... But, yeah, you're exactly right. You can stay at Georgia. He and Kirby have developed a great relationship. I, they're, they're allegedly very, very close. Who is so, that? Uh, Glenn Schumann, coach, the okay. defensive coordinator. Uh, they're allegedly very close, and so you can stay there. I mean, the Georgia fan base right now is super rosy, super happy. Uh, there's not anybody co- coming with pitchforks for his job, so it's not like the situation here in Alabama where people were shoving out the defensive coordinator. They're, they, they'll let him stay at least two, three more years for, yeah. for, for sure. So uh, you staying, you can develop under under Kirby and not move, keep your wife happy. I mean, he does have two babies. They're young. So uh, yeah, that's definitely a factor. Coach, you, you stayed at Alabama for a long time. You Assistant coach, then head coach. Did you ever have a chance or an opportunity or ever have a consideration uh, yeah. of moving jobs? Yeah, I did. And um, Hugh Durham tried to hire me at Florida State as assistant. But, well, you uh, turned down the South Carolina head job, right? Well, I did to, to some degree. Yeah, I, I, I came back and talked to Ray Perkins, and I've been there. I, I, you know, I stayed too long, but uh, uh, it was yeah, South Carolina was was pretty close, and and I, uh, South I, I can't remember it was 
South, I don't remember, South Alabama, somewhere else. I, I didn't have a whole lot of first. My first, I was at twenty years as assistant. First, you know, uh, I was there there thirty two years. So I, like first ten years, I we weren't very. We were we were signing all Caucasians. They didn't have any minorities. And it, was, it was difficult. <laughs> Yeah, so I, you know, Schumer may be named today, uh, but I do think if he was going to be the choice, that would be done. Now he may be the third choice, and one and two may not work out. So we'll we'll see. Uh, How would that affect if you were going to take the job? Oh, you don't want me first? I'm going to stay with, with I'm going to stay with Georgia. Depends on where I am with the money. I mean, I'm not going. I'm not going to get butt hurt over that. Uh, he went to Alabama, correct? So you're coming back to your your. No, oh, did he? Yeah, so. I didn't realize that. So that I'll tell you one thing: it's offensive coordinator at uh, at Georgia's done a nice job. Yeah, and you look at the guys got a head job at Oregon, so Kirby's starting to get his own coaching tree out there now. Those guys, yeah, yeah Oregon well. did a good job. Yeah, so that helps the other assistants at Georgia. People say, "Man, I want some of that formula what they're doing there." So that helped those those guys now. May have better chances of getting jobs than Alabama guys right now. Yeah, well, the funny part about it, and I watch this pretty close. He did. A, he went in at Oregon and did a really good job recruiting. Now he learned the recruiting. He, re, he learned the recruiting pitch and how they organize from Kirby, and Kirby learned it from Coach, and so it just went down the ladder. So he goes in there. And here's what we did to Georgia. Now we got these guys in there. We did this, that, so forth, because they're organized to the hilt at Alabama in recruiting, and um, um, it, it's. The organization of your recruiting is absolutely critical, and the, and the one other thing too is the guy you hire, he better be a recruiter, and especially a defensive guy, offensive guy, maybe not quite so much. All right, two minutes truck out thirteen thirty Martin Road East. That's where you go pick up your boxes, your packing supplies, whatever you need to make this a smooth move. It's local, out of town, out of state. Let the professionals handle it. Give them a call today; they'll take great care of you. And your stuff, 205-247-50502. Better truck movers who care. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Live from the Town Square Media Newsroom. Good morning. My name's Mary Kay, and a revolutionary deal has been made between Learfield and the University of Alabama. They have agreed to a new 15-year partnership, which features a first-of-its-kind NIL hub called the Advantage Center. And the Alabama Crimson Tide baseball team has announced its fan day. And Alabamians will notice a difference in the temperature today for the weather outlook, including an hour-by-hour temperature guide, plus info on a snowflake or two. Tap the free Tuscaloosa Thread app. I 100.9 traffic. From the Towns of Nissan Traffic Center, we got a wreck on McFarland. This is westbound near Whataburger on 13th Street East. If you see other conditions, just give me a call. Towns of Nissan is growing. They're expanding their force, too. They are hiring in a lot of areas, including service and sales. Go see Kylan or BJ at Towns of Nissan today. I'm Captain Ray. In a collision? Easy decision. Make one call to one name. Mesreno, 206-6300. No representation by the quality of legal services to be Perform. It's greater than quality of legal services performance. Coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at yellow wood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. 
If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's yellow wood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Any lingering showers ending early this morning. The sky will stay mostly cloudy today. Breezy at times, the high 54. Tonight, mostly cloudy and colder, the low at 33. And tomorrow, a mixture of clouds and sunshine with a high at 49. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 49 degrees in Tuscaloosa. The best sports talk in the state. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Country music singers have always been a real close family. But lately... Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Pressure treated pump, great son. Doesn't have the yellow tag on it. You don't want it. Right to the Yellow One Hotline. He's with ESPN 106.7, The Drive, down in Auburn, Opelika, every day, four to six. Bill Cameron. All right, Bill, give me the deal on the, the cruise that you were on, the blues cruise. Is this a bucket? Should this be a bucket list item for people? Oh, yeah. Absolutely, Tell me about it, it. it was it was great. I mean, the the music was was fabulous. Weather was uh, perfect. I mean, we only uh, only had a, a few slight little uh, motions there in the ocean with the boat. Um, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I understand now there are a lot of people that were on it that uh, knew each other because they'd been going on it, you know, every year. Now, obviously, they hadn't had them the last couple of years because of COVID. But there were so many people. It was it was sort of like a family, re- yeah, tradition. I mean, reunion type thing. It was great. I was I was enjoying. Hank, you got your tickets? Where'd y'all go? Oh, we went down to uh, went to Cozumel and then a little private island in the Bahamas, uh, and and that was fun. But I'm telling you, I mean, it was it was more fun just being able to hear great music all you know all afternoon and all night long. I was telling Joe the the biggest problem is I I, I need to find some more sweatpants uh, right now. I mean, there's so much food and it's available. They've got the buffets, you know, from seven in the morning until one o'clock in the morning is, is they're, they're it's fresh buffet either breakfast or or really good meals or snacks and things like that. And it's impossible because they'd have a concert on one end of the one end of the ship. Uh, in the main concert hall, then the other one. Then right after that, there'd be one on the other end of the ship, out out outside, on top of a covered pool, which is a great venue, and the sound system and everything was great. Uh, they were live entertainers. Live entertainers. Oh, it was live live entertainment. Let me tell you the uh, now. Delbert McClinton was supposed to be. It's, it's his cruise, but. He had gotten vertigo, so he didn't get to go. So, but what an unbelievable group of artists! I mean, there was the Mavericks were were are, are fabulous. Anyway, I've seen them a few times. <laughs> Asleep at the Wheel, uh, Marsha Ball. Uh, I mean, it's just and some people that I'd never heard of. But it's amazing how talented there are. Some artists that you've never heard of that you go, why? Why aren't these people 
huge. I mean, a group called the California Honey Drops was just fabulous. Um, oh. There's a, a a guy from a guy from Louisiana who's been doing this forever and ever. He's got some original stuff. Sounds like a combination of uh, Zydeco and the Almond Brothers. I mean, it's just uh, just un- unbelievable the the entertainment that there was. Yeah, we had we had a blast. I could uh, show up. Uh, no, how big, is, no, how well, big he, is this boat? How big is this boat? Uh, I believe it's about um, uh, twenty seven hundred feet long. I believe it was ten. There were ten different levels. Oh wow! On on the ship. So I mean, it's one of the it's one of those you, giant ones. You, didn't you see know, anybody much? Oh, you I mean, you know what? It's funny. You know what's funny? I swear. Uh, I saw that I told my wife, I said, you know, it's crazy, but I feel like there's about a dozen people that I see every day. Yeah. Uh, I guess they were just the same ones of us that had the same taste going to the same shows, uh, either standing up front or dancing or, or something Calling like your that. Show. So, yeah. uh, yeah, there well, I mean, uh, Hey, it's a small, it's a small world too. We go down there and, and, uh, there were some people from Montgomery and Wetumpka and then on the last day. Um, we, we decided to, we decided to go by and look at some of the merchandise, you know, uh, either get some of the music or some, uh, you know, t-shirts or things like that. And there was a fella in there who had a watercolor of Delbert McClinton, uh, and he was signing, he was signing them if people wanted them. And when you looked at it, it looked like a picture. I mean, I thought it was, I thought it was a portrait, you know, I thought it was, but it was a watercolor and it turns out he's from Auburn. The guy's a fabulous watercolorist, and he said uh, he had actually when when he when I was talking to my and 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 Kathy had on just a, a little something that had an AU, and he goes, "Where are you guys from?" And I said, "Well, we live in Auburn." He goes, "Well, so do I." Uh, he doesn't live at a mile or two from us, but didn't realize how talented this. I mean, I'd, I'd heard his name, Clint Herring. He had done one. He just done one of Charles, uh, and he showed us a picture on his phone of a watercolor. Of Charles Barkley, that was just fabulous. So I mean, small world—you never know. I mean, somewhere yeah. down in Mexico, you you meet somebody who uh, who lives around the corner from you. Wow. Well, you and Barry are the only two I know that go on on nice trips like that. I had to stay home and work, but uh, Barry Barry deals with the same kind of deal you do. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, some of you guys can afford to do that all the time. This is the first one of these I, kind I, of I, things. I, I've been done on it one time. When years. I got off when I got off the boat that day, and I said, I've been here. T- <laughs> And I had been here once. I've been here twice. They said twice. Yeah, first and last time. Yeah, Bill. He, he <laughs> wherever he goes, he likes to leave early. Like he came to watch me play the other night. The score's tied, and he leaves with three minutes to go in the game. When you're on a cruise, you can't leave early. You, like, <laughs> no, you said, can't. I'm leaving now. Unless you're going to jump off and swim, you're, you're going to have to stay yeah. there till we get. He's to right about that. I, I don't. I don't stay long when I go to see my kids. I don't stay long, and I leave early. Okay, eleven o'clock. Eleven o'clock on Saturday. Auburn is at West Virginia. Chris Moore, I think it's Chris, has got a hurt right. shoulder. I think I'm right. If I'm not right. right yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, he separated, separated yeah. the shoulder. And so Auburn has actually played a little bit better. The schedule is falling <laughs> for him pretty good, but, you know, everybody's beating Arkansas now. But Yeah, no it's, kidding. They've, it's falling a little bit better for him. They've done a little bit better than you and I talked about. Not, uh, but We were about right. But uh, we'll see what happens because they got to go. They got Tennessee twice, and they got to go to Kentucky. Kentucky's playing better. Go ahead. Oh, 
Oh, yeah, the, the end of the schedule here, I mean, Auburn's going to really find out. I mean, yeah. they have gotten better, but they're taking advantage of playing some of the worst teams right. in the you league right, right now. Yeah. Yeah. But but still, they've struggled the last few years going on the road and and uh, just just trying to win, much less win comfortably. I don't know that I can ever recall them going on the road against back-to-back SEC teams and never trailing. Yeah. And and that's what they did the last week. So yeah. Wendell Green, and it was tough for me to keep up. Now that that's one thing I didn't I didn't realize how difficult it was going to be to keep up while I was gone. But but just from from everything, and I haven't watched all of the games yet. I've just watched some of the highlights. Wendell Green probably playing the best basketball he's played since he's They're been around. We him. were talking yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah that's right. He's kind of running the show right now, which is maybe a little bit of a surprise. But uh, the big kids. Shooting the ball better. They're they're Auburn's a good team. They're not as good as Tennessee and not as good as Alabama. I don't think right nope. now. I'm saying it because that's the truth. So I don't know. No, no, you're absolutely right. But they may be a little better than than I thought they were a, yeah, a week or two I, ago. We'll we'll better. find out. I mean, yeah. we'll find out. I mean, tonight it's Texas A and M, and and A and M is a team that you know I, I wondered why they weren't playing any better. But I mean, Buzz. Last year got him going uh, down the stretch, got him off to a really good start. But I, I still think, you know, with uh, um, Auburn's Auburn's got a little more talent than A and M does. They should be able to win that one. West Virginia will be interesting on the road Saturday. But you're right, with um, home and away against uh, Tennessee and Alabama and at Kentucky, uh, and I mean the. Auburn's going to find out what they're really made of here down the stretch. But Jalen Williams has been playing better, too. Uh, Alan Flanagan looks a little more like his old self. So um, they're going to be tough at home. But, yeah, we'll we'll find out a lot more here over the next you know next few weeks. Uh, Bill, does Bruce Curl, Pearl get enough credit for how good an X and O coach he is? Uh, I think they do a great job offensively. Uh, the way he lets them play, I mean, it's – they play with confidence, uh, but defensively they have a real game plan to stop the other teams. They do a great job defending out of, under out of bounds. They they get a lot of turnovers there. Does he get enough credit for his on the court coaching? Yeah, that's a, that's a very good question, Barry. And I think you're right. No, I don't think he does. And it's because Auburn doesn't. Uh, and one thing they, they've never really had is they don't have a great half court offense. Um, they're, they're better when it's, uh, when it's a little more creative, when he's got guys, um, that, that he gives them free reign. But when they pass the ball a few times, they're, they're pretty good. But you're right. Their defensive, their, their defensive sets, they can really, they can really, uh, um, consistently do a really good job of stopping the best player on the other team offensively. And, and, uh, you're right. They do create a lot of turnovers. They they look like they're just uh, free form and there's nothing at all. But um, but they're very good on inbounds, offensively and defensively. Um, so so I think you're right. I think I think uh, Bruce gets uh, you know he, he gets a lot of credit for recruiting and and uh, some defense. But I think he's a better X's and those guys than than some people want to give him credit for. Yep. No. Uh, um, he freezes Bongit. Last time I looked, twelve or thirteen bunch of defensive and offensive linemen, um, really gone to transfer portal. So they had to go somewhere because they 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 got to mm-hmm. give some players. No, quick. they didn't have them. Yeah. Yep. Um, tell our listeners what your th- th- thinking is there. 
I, I think he's come in and, and, and done about as good, maybe better than anybody thought he could in such a short time. Uh, there was some concern from people about, well, he's been out of the SEC, and when he recruited at, at Ole Miss, everybody knows how you know how that was done. The NCAA was alleging that he was doing some things that, that other people shouldn't be doing, that nobody should be doing. But uh, he's come in and and really done an amazing job of being able to pull in players where Auburn really needed they really needed the numbers. They only had seven or eight offensive linemen. Uh, they lost a few defensive linemen. They're now deep at both those positions. I believe they have now, they now have sixteen offensive linemen and uh, fifteen defensive linemen. So. So they're much deeper there. I mean, we'll see at the end of spring how many more they have. But um, they're, they're still in the market for a quarterback. quarterback. I think that's, that's the biggest need that they, that they have. Now, it'll be interesting with, without an experienced quarterback coming in here for the spring, this is the opportunity for Robbie Ashford. And I think Holden Gurner, too, if they have great springs, maybe then you go out and instead of having to bring in a, a proven quarterback, then you might be able to go out and get another uh, younger guy who lost out in a bid for a starting spot. You know, like one of the one of the guys at Georgia. Um, you know, somebody that was a highly touted player that doesn't look like he's going to be a starter. But if Robbie, if Robbie or Holden, uh, you know, doesn't have that great spring, and I don't, I don't know why you would expect them to all of a sudden be, you know, be. Uh, one of the better quarterbacks in the SEC, if they don't make that move, then I think that's what they're looking and have been looking for is somebody who has uh, a proven track record as a starter. So I think that's what they're right now gauging and going to find out a little more during spring before we get to the next transfer portal. Okay. How does uh, how does Coach Freeze handle his coordinators? Uh, here it's one voice. Coach does all the press conferences except for the beginning of the season of the bowl game. Does he give you guys access to the coordinators there uh, at Auburn? We've had access to the guys early on. It'll be you know I'm not sure how it's going to be once they get started with practice. Um, but but yeah, I really don't know how Hugh did it at Ole Miss or or really at Liberty. Um, but yeah, that that's going to be interesting. I, I do feel like he's not going to be, um, he's he's not one that's going to be terribly hands on defensively, offensively with Philip Montgomery and Kent Austin. Um, I, I wonder how that triumvirate really is going to work offensively. But I hope we're going to have access because uh, we sure didn't have much. We haven't had much for a few years. Yeah, that. Um, anything on the baseball expansion or anything? Or- with your, of course, your new athletic director is a baseball guy. Yeah, I mean, I haven't heard anything uh, lately. I mean, I, I know that, that that everybody's still excited about that, but I haven't heard any real news. I mean, main thing right now is just uh, everybody excited about you know getting ready for the start of the season and just trying to figure out exactly who's going to fit in where. They've got they got a lot of depth um, all across the all across the team. Uh, and and just trying to figure who's going to fit into what slots on the as far as pitching is going. But as far as the you know as far as the expansion is the uh, last thing I've heard is it still should be on tap as soon as the season's over for things to get started. So it'll be uh, ready in time for uh, uh, for your family. Uh, Bill, do you know who uh, Nick Saban's going to hire as the coordinators up here? Because everybody seems to want to know. Do you know who it's going to be? Uh, everybody does want to know, don't they? I mean, uh, um, there's no question. He'll have his pick. 
of um, of some big big names. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, you don't think? You don't uh, think? I mean, I, I, I think I think, there, I I think, think there'll be I quite think a few people. Yeah. Well. What, yeah, it's, what do you it's think? According, it's according to where you are, where you're trying to go, as Jack Crow pointed out to us today. Where are you trying to go? Is, well, that's right. Is is the real key question? Well, do you want to get a young? You want to get an up and coming young guy, or do you want to get uh, somebody? Um, I mean, I, I do wonder at this point. That that is a good question, and we talked about it a little yesterday. Uh, does Does Nick Saban want to go? With a with a young guy who might be around for a little while, I mean it's, that's never been a big concern. The turnover of the coaches, but it, it's got to be a little frustrating if you get somebody who comes in and does such a good job that uh, somebody wants to pluck him away in a year or so. Well, he coaches both sides of the ball. He doesn't coach the, mm-hmm. uh, coach Saban does not. He doesn't coach the offense as much, but he's in the no. But it's going to be his field. offense. What he wants, and, and that's the thing right. about it too. That you know, it's an offensive staff. It's not one you know one quarter a quarterback coach. Will call the plays, but it's a staff that goes through what they're trying to do. It's to me, it's. Uh, I just saw a little thing that came on my phone that Pete Gold. They're they not going to find anybody better than Pete Golding, and I, somebody wrote this. I don't know who it was, but Pete Golding was an outstanding recruiter, and he's oh, going he, over, he he's going over to a place in Mississippi where he he recruited well for Alabama in Mississippi, and he'll be recruiting well for mm-hmm. Alabama for Mississippi and Mississippi. Yeah, I thought that was a nice pickup. Uh, nice pickup yeah. for Lane because he needs that. He needs a little help there recruiting the high school guys. He does a really good job uh, in the portal. I don't know. There's been. A, I, mean, I guess yesterday the um, uh, some of the buzz of the callers, you know, callers we had were wondering about you know guys like uh, Jeff Levy. Um, you know, wondering if he'd leave Oklahoma. How how stable that situation is out there for Brent Venables. Um, defensively. Um, I mean, uh, the guy everybody was talking about yesterday, wondering, you know, can you wait till after signing day and and uh, see how things settle at Tennessee and and uh, bring Jeremy Pruitt back? Yeah, that's what Barry thinks. But thinks he won't come back. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. I just don't see. Well, they they may be trying to work it out, but he's got a lot of NCAA flies does, around but, him. But we'll see. We'll see what happens there with Tennessee. Well, uh, he can coach though. I mean, he can, he is a really, really good defensive coach. Uh, what's your next concert or, uh, that you're going to, Bill? Uh, let's see. I've got, I do have one. I've got have one you ever heard, of, have you ever heard of John, John Prime? John Prine. Prine. You ever heard yeah. of him? Yeah. I, I was going to say, oh, yeah, I loved John Prine. I uh, John Prine. I, I, I listened to him for the last two or three days. I, I, bought, I just turned it on my thing. I, he, he is so good. He's bad. He's so good. He, you're 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 right. I mean, he's he doesn't have the greatest voice or anything, but he, he writes so such great great. Barry lyrics. would go Barry and Joe, my, who uh, will go crazy. Can you explain that one to me? Can, can you explain that one to me? He is so good. He's bad. Well, he is so good. Isn't that kind of right? Isn't that kind of right? Bill, or, or or maybe you'd say he's so bad he's good. I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I I, 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 I love. Yeah, uh, don't bury. Please don't bury me. I mean, uh, uh, there's one of them called Lonesome by John Prine. Uh, he he's he is he's very funny, but he's oh, he very is. But, <laughs> he, but he's but he's also makes great points. He's sarcastic. Yeah, he was funny. It's it was really a shame. Yeah, we we lost him during the uh, during the the early days of COVID. But John Prine died. Yeah, sure he did. did? Yeah, that's sad. sad Are you sad. serious? Oh, oh yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Did you see Justin Bieber sold oh, all his music? Oh, fire. John Bill? Prime died? 
Man, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry to break that to you. God, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, you're, you're a big fan of his. You don't. I listen lives. to Chris Christopherson all day. Did you see what Justin Bieber did, Bill? What did he do? No, no, I didn't. He no. sold all his music to some company, so they have the rights to all his music for two hundred billion. Golly, so it's hard for me to yeah yeah. That ain't worth it. it ain't worth two hundred dollars to me. But I mean, oh, whatever. Most of them. What news you gave? He is so bad. Oh, he's good, or so good so, he's bad. I so don't good, remember. he's bad. Yeah. yeah, I'll remember that one. Yeah. yeah, Bill, you're the best. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Bill. I can't believe. All right, guys, have a great died. week. Thank you. Yeah. Golly, Moses ain't Pete. People have died. You know, I miss Cecil Hurt so much. You got to do the inside facts of what went on without everything. Everything. I mean. Yeah, they haven't had anybody. Of course, it takes years to be able to. Who is the go-to guy, Joe, for Alabama athletics if they want something out? It used to be Cecil Hurt. Me? Is it you? No. Do they um, have one? They, they don't have one. In they like don't have 25 one. years. But um, it's probably Michael Casagrande. It's probably Charlie Potter. Yeah. Um, I mean, Nick Kelly. Hey. Nick Kelly. Nick Kelly replace is. You can't replace uh, Charlie, Cecil Hurt, but no. he he took. A, he, he's in that role at the Tuscaloosa News, and Nick Kelly does a great job. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm, I'm not sure if they have a specific go-to guy anymore. Yeah, Joe, play some of that John Prime stuff as an introduction. All right, you well, got tell it. us about Bob Prince and Prince Glover and Hayes. Prince Glover and Hayes talked to Bob yesterday. Two zero five three four five one two three four. Uh, you heard him as a, an attorney on our radio show, and you would uh, enjoy him and the rest of his guys if you had a problem. Call them at 345-1234. If they feel like you need to go further with it, they're not trying to do anything, we just help you. Then go by 701 Rice Mine Road, and you will find that, John, that uh, he, they will do a terrific job. I also want to mention Constant Companion while I'm here, 6350313. If you want that animal taken care of, uh, they do a terrific job and give you half price uh, if you're the first first time that you've been there uh, and, and and mentioned that you just heard it on our show. Thanks. You lose the Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama Sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Towns of Nissan Traffic Center, we got a wreck on McFarland. This is westbound near Whataburger on 13th Street East. If you see other conditions, just give me a call. Towns of Nissan is growing. They're expanding their force, too. They are hiring in a lot of areas, including service and sales. Go see Kylan or BJ at Towns of Nissan today. I'm Captain Ray. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yep, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years. Now, but I really enjoy it. Coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, look at yellow wood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's yellow wood. 
Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Any lingering showers ending early this morning. The sky will stay mostly cloudy today. Breezy at times, the high 54. Tonight, mostly cloudy and colder, the low at 33. And tomorrow, a mixture of clouds and sunshine with a high at 49. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 50 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Inside the locker room with Wimp and Barry on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Is there ever enough space between us to keep us both honest and true? That gentleman pride, yeah, whatever. John Prine, you've got gold. Blaine Pescatrol. That's great, Joe. That's great, Joe. Joe. 100,000 customers across Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi since 1973. Let the good folks at Wayne's make sure your home is protected from these unwanted pests. Wayne's provides world-class termite protection, general pest control, and mosquito prevention services. They also keep that lawn looking lush and healthy. 866-WAYNES-1. Get $60 off your initial pest control service. Uh, I need somebody to call Listen, listen to Let him play. Let him play. Let, listen to his words. Listen to talk. the words, Joe. I feel fine, guys. I'm just stopped up. Somebody call Joe and tell him what do I need to take. What do I need to take, Joe? Just stop. I don't feel bad. I just can't breathe. You got the secret remedy? What do I need to take? Uh, I think you know, what is it, Mucinex? Something, so, some, you know, something to knock out all that congestion. Yeah, Hold it's a dang weather turning from rainy to sunny to rainy to sunny to rainy to sunny. All right, uh, tonight, Dad. Uh, let's look at these SEC games real fast. Okay, Georgia, uh, thirteen to six, three to three in the SEC takes on Tennessee and Knoxville. 16-and-a-half line there. Uh, Tennessee's going to win the game. Do they cover the 16-and-a-half? Yeah. All right. I don't know. I don't know. South Carolina, who is pathetic, takes on Florida, who's, yeah, Florida 16-point favorites. There's so many bad teams in the SEC. A 16-point favorite. Who knows? Who cares? I guess, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yes, right. Who cares? Mississippi State can defend and rebound, can't shoot. 13 point underdog tonight at Alabama, 8 o'clock tip. Everybody's saying that if you're number two in the nation, you need to have a full house. Joe, will it be a full house tonight at 8 o'clock? 95%. No. Because It'll people. Be 95% full. It won't be full. People will hold their tickets. Until the better year, they it should be, but I don't know if it will be. Dad, will Bama cover the thirteen tonight? Will they win? Yeah, John Shooters versus Shooters. Joe. Oh yeah, definitely blowout. <laughs> blowout. All right, there you haven't seen my SEC championship banner. I've already got stitched back here. <laughs> no, where is it? it? It's it's back here. All right, the best game of the night: the Aggies travel to Auburn. It'll be full. It'll be full there. Same time we've talked about that. ESPN two two TV night. The line four and a half. Auburn at home. Well, everybody's going to take Auburn, I, and, and they may be right. The only thing I'm going to tell you is 
in the game that I saw against Kentucky, um, A&M was better than they were, I thought, last year. And I, know, I know they got good in the tournament. And one, and, and one monkey don't make a circus, so one game don't make, you know, whatever. But So you need to take a look at it. But uh, but uh, A&M played better. They'll play smart. They'll be they'll – be, It'll be a it'll be a hard game for Auburn. Auburn four and a half is probably you probably have to take Auburn, give the four and a half. All right. Uh I'm looking here real quick. This week, guys, Purdue, who is number one, goes to okay. Michigan on Thursday night, and they got Michigan State over the weekend. But Michigan, they, they beat Michigan. Michigan ain't not, not very good. They're going to win at Michigan? Uh, yeah. But but uh, Michigan State will give them some trouble. Joe, if Purdue drops the game, will Alabama be number one next week? Isn't that the way it works? If we if we win and they lose, we're, we're number one? That's, that's, that's the last place you want to be. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Two is just fine. Yeah. I, I like the national respect we're getting as a top five team. <laughs> okay. Joe's, Joe's waking up. He's Joe's, on. Joe's coming coming to our side slowly. Three, three years on. in, three years We're in. We're working him. He's saying, you know, those, on. those old turns, yeah. they know a little more than I thought they did. <laughs> Expectations. Yeah, all right, to the Yellowwood Hotline, get Bryce in. Good morning, Bryce. Morning. Good morning, Barry. How are you? Uh, I'm stopped up today, Bryce. What's well, up? hope you get to feeling better. Listen, uh, I was just going to tell Coach, Coach, uh, there's a guy – that I heard that's in Deschler. Uh, NATO's went up and seen him last week. It's, his name's McFadden, Taylor McFadden. Me and okay. Jay talked about him yesterday on his show. <laughs> okay. You heard about this kid? No, I haven't. They say he's 6'6". Six, six. Deschler is 22-2, two and two, the best team he ever had, and he's a big part of it. Uh, coach, did you coach Johnny Dill? Uh, Johnny Dale, I was coaching at Alabama when Johnny Dale was signed. Yes, we signed him. I was, I was assistant coach when he was there. I was not the head coach. Okay. I, I was thinking that, that, uh, CM was probably coach when he signed him. But anyway, that's probably the last kid they had out of Dessler. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Johnny Dale. I coach at Dessler. I believe, check this one, Bryce. I think he was a manager at Alabama for Godfrey, maybe. So. The guy's coaching there now. I believe so. Yeah. Now, here's what I want you. Here's what I want you to do for me, Bryce. Yes, sir. Back when I was in high school, uh, in college, when I was in college, Deschler had a great player. I used to play against him at the Bloody Bucket. They had a Bloody Bucket over at, and we'd be a knockdown, drag out games with the Bloody Bucket. And the guy was playing. We weren't playing Deschler when I was at Coffee, but th- this right. kid. He could really play. Now, I want you to find out his name for me because I, don't, I can't remember. All right. Uh, one, I, 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 I graduated in college at 59, 50, between, in the more, mid-50s, 55 is when I graduated in high school. So. Well, that was before my time. But, hey, guys. I know it. I, I, I didn't say it was. I didn't understand that. I want I you know. to find out for me. I, I do my best, Coach. Ain't no four-year uh, time. I figured that out. <laughs> But uh, 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 where's Freddie Kitchens at? South Carolina. South Carolina. Freddie Kitchens been good. He's, he's an been, analyst. He's been analyst. Analyst. Yeah, he's go move on somewhere. Yeah. Well, 
You gonna get entertained in uh, coming back home? I don't know what he's gonna do. I don't think he. I don't know whether he'd be considered. And I have no idea. Fred is. He would be a really nice to me. It's not up to us. It's up to Coach. Yeah, he's been very nice. Would you want Freddie? You want Freddie Kitchens here, Bryce? We'll start it. Uh, he would. Uh, he he would be. The, he would be my first choice. Well, he'd take it. He'd take it because the, the criticism wouldn't bother him. No, he wasn't. He could care less. Yeah, that's really I, exactly right. Yeah, he could, I, yeah, I like he could, it. That boy could turn the page. I can tell you that by just telling the way he was on our show. Yeah, <laughs> I know. That's why I, I like his first. Hey, yeah, you got to have a guy. You got to have a guy to turn the page. Yeah, you, you're right. I tell you somebody I don't want. He's yeah. at the bottom of the list. Who? Oh, be Jason Garrett. Who? Jason Garrett. Oh, he's a former pal- cowboy punk coach? Yeah. Yeah, he ain't coming here. Well, I hope not because, you know, he was with the coach at Miami. Well, you, uh, can, get do- you can get Dooley. You want Dooley. Well, Dooley, uh, you know, it ain't going to be up to me. It's going to be up to Coach. Yeah. Well, well anybody has your opinion. But, uh, he's listed, Bryce. He's Dolly. <laughs> coach I'll, I'll be, uh, be surprised if. But is that true what y'all said about the Jim improvement deal, the ruling coming down today? No, I, I was asking y'all. No, I don't know that. Don't know Joe that. ain't verified it. No. Uh-huh. That's what Mark well, them said, but I don't just, know if that's, that's true. That's John Prime. We've had enough. Had enough. All right, Bryce. Do you, do you know who John Prime is? Is it yes, Prime or Prime? With an M. Prime. N. Yes. Prime. Yes, I do. He's like one of the best. And he died. Yeah. I didn't even you know. Play, play, play a, yesterday. Play, a, a, play Lonesome. Big play fan lonesome, of his that he didn't even know he was alive. Play, jo- play Lonesome, alive. Joe. Joe's lonesome. Good at doing this. Joe, find Lonesome. As I get out with, thank you, Bryce. Get out with my first domain condos, three-bedroom, three-and-a-half bath, washer, dry included. Stainless steel appliances, all granite countertops, internet direct TV included with these condominiums, 10-foot ceilings, large patios, upper level, River Views, gave the community with the security cameras, location, historic district of downtown Northport. One month of free rent. Joe, if you tell them you heard on the inside of the locker room, 205 657 7465. We go to firstdomaincondos.com. I live down deep inside my head. Uh, Joe's crazy. Long ago, I made my bed. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Tuscaloosa Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram, and Pearl River Resort. From the University of Alabama, this is Crimson Tide Today. It's a daily update on Bama sports, and it's brought to you by Conecuh Sausage, a true southern flavor since 1947, and the official smoked sausage of the Crimson Tide. Visit online at ConecuhSausage.com. Hello again, everybody. I'm Roger Hoover. On Monday's episode of Hey Coach, presented by Alpha Insurance, we were joined at Baumhauer's Victory Grill by baseball head coach Brad Bohannon as he gives his thoughts on Alabama heading into the start of practice this week. Uh, yeah, I can't wait to get going. We've got an older club. We had a really good, you know, fall training session. And, uh, you know, it's a weird dynamic about college baseball is our downtime is in the winter, you know, and, and you're at home for Christmas trying to enjoy your family. And uh, after you open your presents on, you know, 
you see the tweet that somebody says, oh my gosh, opening days in 54 days, and you know, you're not even with your team, you're not with your kids, and you're texting them like, hey, get a ball in the air, you know, get moving around, but um, you know, the kids came back in really good shape. Um, you know, again, we have the, a really older, mature group, and we'll start scrimmaging this weekend. We'll do that for the next three weeks, just kind of building up pitch counts and getting everybody in play in shape, and we'll be excited to get out there on the 17th. I'll have more in a moment. Koneka sausage is a true southern flavor since 1947. Using the finest ingredients, Koneka sausage has a tradition of making great-tasting hickory-smoked sausage for over 70 years. Visit their new gift shop in Evergreen, Alabama, or shop online at ConecaSausage.com. Koneka sausage, the official smoked sausage of the Crimson Tide. Koneka sausage. It's just a little taste of heaven. Here's more from Coach Bohannon. We need to be better offensively than we've been the last couple of years, and I do feel really good about that. I think a lot of the, the, the returning players have taken a step forward. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Koneka Sausage. Crimson Tide Today is a production of the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Things looking pretty good around town. If you do see conditions, of course, give me a call, 205-886-8886. Townsend Nissan is growing. They're expanding their force, too. They are hiring in a lot of areas, including service and sales. Go see Kylan or BJ at Townsend Nissan today. I'm Captain Ray. Introducing Total by Verizon. For a limited time, get the Samsung Galaxy A13 for $99.88 at Walmart. 5G based on most first place rankings and Metrics metrics. 2022 assessment of 125.9 app. Some friends of San say the world will end most any day. Well, if it does, all right, that'll do it for today's show. Alabama One looking to purchase a vehicle of dreams. Go get the loan out of Alabama One. Rates as low as 2.99%. Terms available to 84 months. Get pre-approved before you shop. Also go to the Alabama One Automobile. Go to www.alabamawood.org for all their different products and services. The Gary Harris Show is next. So keep it locked in. We'll get something to clear up this sinus situation. D.O. called. He said you need to take some Mucinex for about three to four days. Uh, and then I'll knock it right out. All right, Mucinex. I'll go get some. You listen, Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama Sports. Have a great day, everybody. Once a mighty planet there, now just an ordinary star, hanging out in Hollywood, in some old funky sushi bar. The lonesome friends of science say, the world will end most any day. Well, if it does, then that's okay, cause I don't live here anyway. I live down deep inside my head. We're long ago. Thank you for listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.